Hello and welcome back to Colin on Cars, where we chat about all things automotive. The events of the past couple of weeks in Ukraine have been horrible, unnecessary and devastating. And the fact Russian forces appear to be deliberately targeting hospitals, shelters and civilian homes is simply disgusting. And Vladimir Putin is very definitely off my Christmas card list. That man is more scary than waking up to see a baboon spider on the ceiling above your head. After nearly three years of lockdown because of COVID, a necessary step to combat the pandemic, but one that devastated business and severely disrupted the global supply chain, this offensive by Russia simply adds more pressure to an ailing global economy. The knock-on effects of the invasion, already visible in the way in which the oil price spiked, will be felt for a very long time to come and will result in a price surge across the globe for basic foodstuffs as well as, well, everything. This naturally has an impact on the automotive sector and that was already battling with supply issues such as semiconductors that were left over from the COVID disruptions. And now, in addition to further price pressures, the global supply network is again under stress. As always, the auto industry carries on and sales for February were showing positive increases. What happens now, we will have to wait and see. However, there's a lot happening and next week the first locally produced versions of the new Ford Ranger will come off the production line at the company's Silverton plant near Pretoria. I'll be there to see it happen and after all the disguise photographs and pre-launch hype, I'm quite excited to see it in the flesh. There's no driving time on this trip, sadly, that'll come later. There has been quite a lot of launch activity going on, with BMW having introduced the new 2 Series Coupe that initially consists of a 2-litre petrol, a 2-litre diesel, and the rather tasty and exciting M240i, featuring a straight-six engine, all-wheel drive, and plenty of get-up-and-go. Hyundai is on a mission to reinvent its entire range and this kicked off late last year with a very futuristic stereo people mover and continued with a work and leisure orientated multi-cab that has two rows of seats and a sizable enclosed loading bay. I also introduced the new Tucson that is bigger than the outgoing version and which features a superb front lighting signature that leaves you in no doubt about what vehicle is behind you on the road. Naturally, it also features the latest in tech spec. Coming up is the Grand Creta, and then the N version of the Hyundai Kona, the N designating the sporting arm of Hyundai, and I'm looking forward to driving that soon. Volkswagen has launched the newest version of the Polo and Mazda has introduced the latest CX-5. Now these new model introductions will continue through the year but as mentioned global events are going to dictate how the market responds. It's all going to be about affordability. In the South African situation the vast majority of monthly vehicle sales are to corporates as fleet pool vehicles or as company cars given to individual drivers. And rising prices usually means these entities reining in and hoping to cut costs by keeping those vehicles for longer periods. If fleet replacement slows down, it means fewer new low-mileage cars 
feeling into the used car market, and that tends to drive up prices, creating something of a vicious cycle of inflation. COVID introduced a whole new scenario of work from home, and with it a bit of an upside. Working from home does mean less mileage, and over time this might mitigate some of the price increases in that used car market. I really wish I could say we live in interesting and exciting times, but we don't. Anyway, that's it for today. Be safe on the road, please. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.